Hey guys, today we're going to talk about how if you can eat Thanksgiving dinner, you can manage your stress. So in the series, we've been talking about what to do when your emotions flare up really big and you don't have the capacity to change your thoughts, take effective action, or problem solve the thing in front of you at all. In those situations, you need to take your focus off the external situation and put your focus on your own internal situation. You need to decide how you want to think about the thing that is currently happening inside of you. So in the intro to the series, I gave you the four unhelpful ways people usually react to their uncomfortable emotions. And then in part one, I gave you the first more helpful way that you can react to uncomfortable emotions. Think about them the same way you think about mild physical pain, like getting your legs waxed or doing a tough workout. You don't run screaming out of the gym or screaming out of the waxing appointment. You accept the pain and you move through it. And you can do the same thing with uncomfortable emotions. So today, let's dive into part two. If you can eat Thanksgiving dinner, you can manage your stress. So how do you usually feel? after you've eaten Thanksgiving dinner or any other big meal. You feel pretty uncomfortable, right? You're bloated, you're really full, your brain is foggy, you can't even look at food. And even with that discomfort, here are some things that you're probably thinking. First of all, you know that this is a normal reaction. You're not beating yourself up for feeling full after eating a lot. You're like, this is normal. I ate a lot of food. Now I feel full. That's how that works. The reaction I'm having to this experience is 100% normal. The way that I feel right now is 100% normal. The second thing is you trust your body to regulate itself. You can't consciously make yourself digest a meal faster. That's because you don't have conscious control over your digestive processes. You can't decide to move food from your stomach to your small intestine. And you can't decide to release certain enzymes or other enzymes. You don't get to decide how long the digestive process will take or when things will move from one stage to the next. The whole thing is handled by automatic bodily processes that you don't even expect to have conscious control over. Instead, you just trust your body to handle it in its own time. And the third thing you do is you support your body in regulating itself. So when you're sitting there feeling really, really full, your body gives you these little signals. It says, hey, we should unbutton our pants. Or, hey, I just want to take a slow walk around the neighborhood right now. Or Aunt Carol's asking if I want another slice of pie. I definitely do not want it. And you listen to those little signals. And in doing so, you create a supportive environment for your body to regulate itself. You're not trying to control your body top down into feeling less full on your timeline. You're just listening to your body signals, creating the supportive environment that it's asking for, and then trusting it to do its thing, aka process all that food and then feel less full. <clears throat> So what might it look like if you applied this way of thinking to big, uncomfortable emotions? Let's say you have a meeting and it does not go how you wanted it to go at all. And afterwards, 
your mind is racing with all the things that you did wrong. It's like, I should have said this. And why did I say that? And oh my God, like when they had that look on their face, like that was so bad. They totally hate me. I'm definitely going to be fired. At the same time, your heart is pounding, your hands are shaking, you're sweaty, and there is no way you can do any more work right now. Because all you want to do is run as fast and as far away as you possibly can. So let's apply Thanksgiving dinner thinking to this situation. First, you are having a normal reaction. You're not overreacting. You're not crazy. You're not too sensitive. You are having a 100% normal reaction to the situation at hand. You went into a meeting where you really wanted to get a certain outcome. You didn't get that outcome. And your first reaction is going to be to feel really stressed about it. That is as normal and as expected as feeling really full after you eat a lot of food. Nothing is going wrong here. Second, you can trust your brain to regulate itself. No matter how full you feel after a big meal, you're not going to feel that full forever. All that happened is that you gave your body more input than you had capacity for. So now you're going to feel full for a little while. And even while you sit there feeling horribly full, your body is already hard at work processing and metabolizing all the inputs that you just gave it. It is automatically figuring out how to get back to equilibrium. That's its job. It knows how to do it. And you will eventually feel normal again on your body's timeline, not on your own. And by the way, if you keep eating big meals, you will grow your body's capacity to handle big meals. Your body will adapt so that it can take in that much food without getting knocked out of equilibrium. So let's apply that to feeling stressed after a meeting. No matter how stressed you feel after a bad meeting, you are not going to feel that stressed forever. All that happened is you gave your brain more input than you had capacity for because you don't yet have the mental and emotional capacity to handle a bad meeting without letting it shake you. So you're gonna feel stressed for a little while. But even while you sit there feeling the most peak version of stress, your brain is already hard at work processing and metabolizing all the inputs that you just gave it. It is automatically figuring out how to get back to equilibrium. That is its job. It knows how to do it. And you will eventually feel normal again on your automatic brain's timeline, not on your timeline. And by the way, if you keep going to meetings like this, you will grow your brain's capacity to handle these kinds of meetings. Your brain will adapt so that it can take in all the opposition, the skepticism, the weird vibes from other people without getting knocked out of equilibrium. But this re-regulation and capacity growing process is not something that you can or need to control in a top-down fashion. You don't need to consciously hurry it along or make sure that it's done in 20 minutes. It's going to happen no matter what. You just need to trust your brain and let it do its thing. And third, you can support your brain in regulating itself. While you're sitting there feeling stressed, your brain is giving you little signals. It's saying, I can't possibly do any work right now. Or I just want to get up and run away from everything. 
or I need to stare out the window and just zone out. And you can listen to those little signals and create a supportive environment for your brain to regulate itself. Put work aside for a little bit. Get up and go for a jog or just wave your arms around and wiggle it out. Yell into a pillow. Take a deep breath. Stare out the window. Follow the little signals that your brain is giving you. Not with the intention of calming yourself down, but with the intention of listening to what your brain is requesting from you and then supporting it in calming itself down. Knowing all the while that it's got this and the help you're giving it is just a little push on the edges. It is doing 90% of the work automatically and you could not stop it if you tried. Just like how you can't stop yourself from digesting a big meal. And once you've given your nervous system and your automatic brain the space, the trust, and the support that they need to re-regulate, the intense emotion will calm down. Your executive functioning will come back online and you'll be able to figure out what you want to do next. Now, guys, one of the reasons that it's so helpful to have a coach as you're doing this work is that this is a multi-tool approach. I don't tell you every time you feel stressed, just do X and that will solve it. I tell you, when you're stressed, there are a variety of things you can do to feel better. One, you can change your thoughts about the situation. Two, you can change your situation. Or three, you can change how you handle the internal experience of stress. And then within each of those three pathways, there are a lot of different things we can try to see work, what works best for you. This whole masterclass series is giving you four different robust ways just to think about how to do that third pathway. So everything that I teach you is not a silver bullet approach. This is a multi-dimensional toolkit. And toolkits are more effective than silver bullets because they're more flexible and they let you handle a wider variety of situations. And at the same time, toolkits are more challenging than silver bullets because you have to master multiple tools and you have to figure out which tools to use when. And that's where hiring a coach comes in because working with a coach massively shortens your learning cycles in figuring out how to actually use the tools effectively and which tools work best for you in which situations. I don't want you to go through a months or years long test and learn cycle on your own. Not when you can lean on my expertise and experience and let me sort it out for you in a few hours. You are already making so much progress just by watching these videos and applying these concepts to your life. But imagine how much further and how much faster you're gonna go when you hire a coach and get the exact tailored, laser-focused help that you need in your situation every single week. I want us to get started today. Go to the link and book a free coaching consult.